That everybody's moving to Houston or wherever they're at. Where are they at? Houston. I think I think I should go too. If he's gonna open a comedy club there, there you go. And it's nice and warm. We should at least visit. We should. You know, do a road trip down there. Oh yeah, let's go now. Tour the studio. Let's go now. Close this down. Uh, welcome to Steelership Stories, where we may be going, going back, back to the Steelership. <laughs> Steelership. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 It happens every uh, five years. Uh, some sort of comet passes by the earth and the shit lines up. But this is kind of a weird situation. This so. is a really a, a weird and possibly tempting <laughs> situation. It's so tempting. Yeah. Um, so how did, okay. He contacted you first. Yeah. How did that go down? So I still had his number in my phone. I don't, he must not have, he must have gotten a new phone because he texted me. I saw a text. I was on my way to Iowa that day to drop off our trailer for some service. And mm-hmm. I saw a text on my phone. It was like, hey, bud, it's Craig. <laughs> and, uh, you know, can I call you when, when you have a minute? And so when I got there, I texted him back and said, sure. And then, so he called me on his way home or on my way home rather, and said that he had just finished his, I don't know if his orientation or interview of one of the very first processes there at the dealership. Right. And, um, wondered if I'd be interested in coming back there to work with him, um, to get the place kind of turned around. But, um, you know, I, I told him what I've told the other guys that have called to this at this point too, um, that without, technicians that's their problem right, right now is they have no techs so i can do there and or i can be there and do a song and dance and talk to people and maybe they'll be happy that i'm back but the, the work's not getting done it right. doesn't matter how much they like me or not like you're still not completing the task of what they're there for <laughs> so right, exactly, exactly. it's like what great i mean yeah and, and to be clear nothing against the texts that are there there's just not enough text that right, are there so right, the work right, right. can't get done and specifically mercedes right um the mercedes side of the shop is just su- super understaffed porsche is actually in good shape right now uh um, we have like three guys, two texts two yeah three. two which is for the workload it's helpful because after the quad city store shut down we started getting a lot more of their business and we pull from bloomington champagne a pretty wide area because mm-hmm. we're only a porsche dealer in in a from between st louis and chicago right so um that side of the store is not bad but i don't think you could earn a living just riding porsche i no. think you'd you'd be struggling to right. you know to fill the day you know there's only a few cars a day that come through there they just tend to be big tickets, you know. It's each one is pretty large. Oh yeah. So if you ride a um, a consistent brand like Benz, Porsche is just that cherry on the top that brings your dollar per RO up. It brings mm-hmm. um, usually it's easy enough to get good CSI because you really develop a close rapport with those people because right. they're there all the time, a lot of times because they just are those kind of people. But right. um, just doing it by itself, at least at the store the way it is right now, is. Uh, is tough. The guy that I was at the track event with, Dimitri, said that when he talked to David, 
Dave, so this is like fourth hand information, but this was the track <laughs> event that you didn't invite me with. Right. To, right? That one. That's okay. Not the one that I just did invite clear. you to that's coming up that I'm sure you'll say no to, but the one that, yes, I <laughs> at least give me the you. option to decline. <laughs> right. Don't be a jerk. I know how it works. Right. Um, but anyway, David told him that they're trying to become the, the largest Porsche dealer in the U S right out of Peoria, which, or maybe, did you tell me that? I did not tell you that. Okay. No, I wasn't there at the track <laughs> that he didn't that invite me to. Day. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Just to be clear. Right. I was not there. So, I mean, they've the got... They, <laughs> that you went to. Right. In a Porsche. Yeah. They've me. got <laughs> they've got pretty high uh, high hopes, and it sounds like the, the company that um, is backing this whole project has, you know, pretty, pretty good experience with running bigger dealerships. So, mm-hmm. we'll see how it shakes out. But I told Craig at the time when he called, like, you know, what I said, there's no text and and so on and so forth. I said, if if you can get Lou back, I'd be a lot more apt to come, <laughs> thinking that Lou's going to laugh him out of town as soon as he called. And then uh, and then next thing I know, Lou's in doing an interview for four <laughs> or five days or hours or whatever it ended up being. But so here, here's where we are at a at a crossroads again once again yeah so i i get a text probably the later that day or the next day it just says uh hey man dot 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 so i'm like hey 10 dots man 10 more dots i'm reading it verbatim right now and he goes uh how are you and i just posted cut to the chase how much and when do i start he's like come on bro don't tease me when you're free to talk so um basically uh auto canada bought the whole auto house shebang along with the one in Bloomington. Bloomington store too. Yeah. yeah. And um, going in there to talk to Craig, it's, it's one of those where I didn't go looking for the job and for once, well, not one, maybe a handful of times before somebody called me saying, Hey, would you be interested? Yeah. Right. But it's never the right. I, I've always considered the dealership, the top, right? Like, compared to a custom shop or um, running your own shop. There's just something about being at the first place that gets the brand new cars right, right off the truck. Yeah. You're going to the brand new trainings, you know, most of the oh, guys, yeah. if they're lucky, you know, for, right. for the new technology. Um, you're seeing it before anybody else is seeing it. Right. Even if you don't own it, it doesn't matter. You get to experience things those. that are in magazines yeah. that other people get to look at, right. you know. And uh, so... Like I like Craig, and oh, yeah. and I loved the place. So mm-hmm. um, we have so many uh, coincidental ideas that it's not even funny. Um, it's more like shocking, you know, that to to see somebody else think that way. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'm talking like not so much Looney Tunes with my whole see the future and manifest and all that crap. Right. I'm just talking about. Um, I believe that it's if you have a greater goal as to what you do, which is helping the people, helping somebody else, that's when you get what sure. you want, you know? Yeah. And um, that's his goal is to make it better for the customer, you know, and the employees just all the way around. He wants a nice, right. cohesive unit working, you know? So um, I went in there to, to talk with him and the first thing he says is, I'd like you to wrench. And the first thing I said is, I'm just going to go home because... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm done wrenching. Um, I don't consider myself the best, but I think I reached my top tier 
<laughs> of um, it's no longer challenging. It's no longer um, an obstacle. You know, yeah, but it's I just feel like going through the motions. Would be um, with the new cars and technology and electric. Well, and you're always going to have a new problem that you got to like figure out, right? That, that's not the thing. What I mean is, um, it's it's after diagnosing cars for so long and then fixing a car, building rapport with a customer. It's like I believe I'm past all that. Now I want to help other guys do that, right? So that's what I told him. I says mm-hmm. I can I can come, but here's my thing: is I would need control of something. And then I would need to know that when I want to make a call, that the answer is yes, not no. Like, don't give me a position, and then I can't help you because yeah. you won't let me, you know? Sure. So after meeting with him and the GM, um, super nice guy, has been around town for a long time. Friends Which with, GM? Um, Lucas? Kirkpatrick? Oh. Steve, Steve? I think it's Steve? Hmm. Uh, he he managed a couple of um, three dealerships. and. Oh, okay. Then got out of the car business for a bit and came back. Um, basically, what they say is because it's Auto Canada and it's not a owner, it's like a, it's a board of directors. A board of directors yeah. that the goal is just to make money in the place. Sure. So profitable. they have free reign to do what they need to do. And as I was talking to, to Coach, he's like, um, and why, why we call him Coach is because uh, when he first started, uh, big old muscle bound guy coming to the shop. He's huge. Yeah. And, but he's uh, a big old teddy bear. He's like the nicest, exactly. friendliest guy. He, um, he said something. I'm like, man, smiles. you look like a fucking gym coach. Your name is Coach. So yeah. everyone started calling him Coach. And uh, so we're sitting in an interview, and he had a state job. And he's like, dude, yeah. he's like, I would work in shorts half the day. He goes, and I really couldn't do much because I'm not union. So I just got to make the call and wait for them to get around to do it when they want to do it. Holy he's shit. like, so some days it was just sitting around on the phone just or on a computer, you know, and figuring out logistics. He's like, he's like, they kept. Uh, asking me, you know, to come help and do whatever, and he's like, "It's got to be pretty sweet to to make me come back and and not not have you know, like not work hard, you know, right?" And, and well, plus he wasn't even in Peoria anymore; he lived up correct north in, in Chicago. Chicago yeah. So this is a move. It's not like he just you know, it's not like he's down to block right. Job, he just right. quit and and uh, came to a different place. He moved. He feels like I feel where we made it out of the car world. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> right. and made it to a better place. Yeah. You know, and not not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. For us, you know, it was good to get out at, finally. At the you know? time, Because right. everybody yeah. knows if you're in the car world, it's so hard to get back out, you know, because it's just, it's what you know, right? Yeah. So part of me is like, this is what I know. Why would I want to give it up? Right. This is what I've done half of my life so far, you know? And and uh, why would I throw away all that? But am I throwing it away? Start because, over. you know, I you only live one time. Right. Is that what your, your story wants to be? The whole thing is I worked at one place for the whole time. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's, there's so much. And, um as we're talking, he was just saying, like, listen, I got to know that if I need new furniture, what are you going to tell me? They're like, well, just get new furniture if you feel you need new furniture. He's like, and no one's going to complain about, you know, as and long as I do it. The catalog portion of furniture yeah, is well, insane. But I mean, like, they're, they're you know, supposedly, because I told right. him the same thing. I'm like, dude, everybody talks a good Says game. That. And then six yeah. months later, you realize you can't do anything. He goes, I know. He's like, listen. We're way over He's like, we've, we've been through all of this. He goes, you know, they really want to get this thing up and running at any cost. Jesus, you know, because um, they shouldn't be telling people that, right. <laughs> their Lord. their goal is to get this boat turned around, and I told them it's going to be a one to two year, you know, extravaganza because there's so much uh, negativity towards that place. Well, I don't want to say negativity. 
everybody in town knows about that place. Everybody in town's worked at that place, right? So to get it to turn around, it it has to change, big time. You know, um, I mean, everything has to change. Um, starting with uh, just acknowledging people who are there. I walked into the service drive. I walked past four people. No not one, one person yeah. said anything to me. I watched the guy driving with a Benz with brakes squealing in the rear. He pulled up, got out, and he went and stood by the Audi desk. As I'm standing there talking to Ray, Ray's still alive? You know, Ray? Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, That's amazing. And then Roger showed up. And as I'm sitting there Damn. talking to them in a the service drive, I watched this guy wait in line behind another person. Once that guy got finished taking care of, he gets to the Audi desk. And the Audi guy's like, oh, yeah, you got to go down there. And just pointed towards the Benz desk. So the guy walks down to the Benz desk, and he's standing there in front of, which I believe is your guy, Paul? Yeah. Yeah. And Paul had down looking at his computer, didn't even say, hey, man, give me a second, just staring at his computer, typing his stuff up, must have been five minutes, and then finally looked up, and he goes, I'll be right back, and then just walked out, oh and the guy's waiting there the whole time, you know, like, you don't know if he's in, in a hurry, you know, he could, there could be something majorly wrong with his car, you never know, at least say something, yeah, something, tough. you know? See, those are the small things that get so easily overlooked by people and think right. they're insignificant, but it makes a huge difference. Correct. That's all people huge care about yep. is just that first interaction and greeting. And even if you can't help them right then, even if it was one of those bullshit Casey's gas station, as soon as the door dings, hello, how's it going? And you're like, who said that? I don't even <laughs> right. see you, you know, but Hey, it's better than nothing. Right. Um, and I told him, I said, listen, if I come back to the shop, um, I don't want to work on cars. I said, I would need to be in some kind of position that I can, make an impact i can train your guys i can teach your guys i can i can uh you know help with the service advisor staff um parts guys i'm like i don't care what position you put me in i'm gonna help you with it you know i'm like so that's what you got to figure out he goes what do you want to do like i just told you give me some control and let me be able to help fix you know and uh i said but here's what i don't want if i'm in the back trying to take care of a problem but the problem's coming from up front you got to let me be able to address both the the origin the the origin of the problem you know or Whoever's going to be there, I've got to know that they got my back to where if I bring it to them, they're not going to be like, yeah, I see what you see. But as of right now, it's not, you know, no, 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 no. As soon as we see the issue, we need to correct the issue and then mm-hmm. and then check that off the list and then move on to the next one, you know, um, because of all the time we worked there, that one and a half to two years that he was there and Derek was there and Bush was there and oh, Chad man. was there and, and a few Volkswagen guys were there. Trey was there. I mean, I think Trey was there. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. But it was just so... Towards the end, maybe, yeah. So awesome. You oh, know, yeah. like, it was it was one unit working to just take we care of the so cars good. and take care yeah. of the people, you know. And like he said, he's like, I got unfinished business. And I'm like, I, I kind of feel that way, too, because I felt like I was forced to leave because, it like, what I wanted was thrown to the side. It was what they wanted. They wanted me to work on the cars. Like I didn't want that. I wanted to move up and, and do more, you know. Yeah. And... uh I'm like, so now it's hard to want to dive back into that. So, you know, I asked the universe, I say, Hey man, what do you want me to do? (laughs) And I can't, I can't find positives to it. There's too many cons as far as, um, I can't find kid care. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't say I haven't found it yet. And if I do find it, if it's a business, as soon as somebody calls COVID right on somebody, does that mean they're going to get shut down for two weeks and then they got to come home with me, which it's been a blessing yeah. that I've been working from home because they were able to spend the time right. with me. You know, I spent all last year at home with my kids, um, which is kind of the con too. I'm stuck at home with the kids and I love my kids, but sure. for my mental stability, right. I need to get out of the house, you know, and yeah, see yeah, people, you know, breaks. and, yeah. and uh, I thought it would be better when I didn't work around people and stuff 
it it has its moments, but then oh, there's man. other times where like you do need human interaction. For sure. You know, whether it just be saying to a bro, hey man, what's up? How's things going? Yeah. You know, any cool things coming to the shop? You know, just just shoot the shit a little yeah. bit, you know, and just to and, keep your mind sharp, you know. For real, yep. <laughs> you um, kind of lose that uh, ability to interact with other other humans when they're not around all the time. Right. So so the at this standpoint, I told him, I'm in if I can find kid care. You know, we mm. didn't we didn't talk money. Um I told him uh, what I would like to do. He's like, we'll find a spot for you. And then in the future, see if you want to move into something else. You know, he's like, I'll train you how to run whatever I'm doing. So you know how it is in case they up and decide to get rid of me. You can move in, you know, the whole shebang. And I, as I'm sitting there, I'm like, Craig, hmm. do you know how many conversations we've, I've had like this, yeah, you know, that's a, it's that's like, it's part. like we're going sheet by sheet by the playbook, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, tell me what you want. I'll give you what you need. Tell yeah. me what you can do. I'll tell you what you can do. You know, when can you start and we'll make it happy. And like, he's like, dude, I know he's like, I've been through the same thing. And he's like, it's, it's uh like groundhog's day, you know, where, um, you're, you're reliving the same interviews you've done before, mm-hmm. you know, but he's like, it's different now. I feel because the company that owns it, are kind of giving you the blank check to go ahead and the blank check and the freedom to say, you're the boss, you make the call as long as we see profits at the end, profits yeah. or progress, you know, yeah. um, which to me is like, that's the best kind of thing that you would want, right? Like then you can finally have control and, 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 and make of it what you want. Um, but the problem is just like you said, no, it's going to be, not impossible, but it's going to take time to retrain whoever's there, you know, if if they have the the, the mindset of uh, it's just a job, right? You know, like you got to think way more than that. You know, if you think it's sure. just a job, then right. you're not helping yourself. You're not helping the place, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a challenge that I would love to take on. Because one thing I love doing, especially with my YouTube channel and stuff, is teaching people. Yeah. And not that I knew everything or that everything I did was right, but uh, I thought we were really successful yeah. in what we did. And if yeah, I, I mean, can, if, if I can the... teach other people to do that, I mean, dude, that place would be fucking rocking. You yeah. Know? I mean, any metric from when you know two thousand five, two thousand six, when we we're in Pekin, to ten years later you know, that, that decade, the growth was astronomical. Oh yeah. I mean, crazy, crazy. Well, we used to have one to two cars a day yeah. for Ben's. Like I'd be well, sitting around on E-bombs world sure. or playing mine, mine finder, whatever they had mine, minesweeper. Oh, minesweeper. Yeah. That old, the old yeah. school, uh, windows games, you know? Well, when I started, I, uh, talked about this before, but when I started writing service with no experience, I went from sales man which i hated to service mm-hmm. just on a whim because joe bullock hooked me up i wrote volkswagen or no wait audi mercedes and porsche all by myself remember that guy was his name jt does that sound familiar he was a it really goofy kid from does sound familiar you remember he and his wife were like swingers or something he was talking about it all the time and he was up there riding Volkswagen, but he was a, a space cadet. I mean, he was <laughs> always messing stuff up and would lie to people on the phone. And remember, he would pad pad extra hours into the tickets. He would get quotes for a water pump or whatever, and he'd add like two extra hours into it. 
my mind is rolling through faces. I'm it'll yeah. hit me. It'll hit me eventually because it's rare yeah, for me to forget somebody. In his twenties, kind of blonde hair, kind of shorter blonde hair, taller. Always wore like his pants were kind of saggy. I mean, this was when Linda was there and right. Ronnie was big. Big, yeah. Yeah, and in those little offices in the back there. Who was the, the service manager? Remember that older guy with glasses, short brown hair? He sat in the corner back over there. He always was kind of in a bad mood. He wasn't – well, he was kind of manager, but also he did warranty claims. He was there when I started, and uh, you were there too, I know. Suits or, or – I mean, old building yeah, or new building? old building. Okay. He sat – you know, the desk faced the doorway where he walked in, that little hallway across from the bathrooms. And he sat, like, behind me to the left. There was, like, a little corner desk Right, back right, right, right. Man, and he did really all the warranty night. claims. Jim, maybe, or something like that. But I don't think he made it to the new building. Right. I think he was – done there because they just piled so much stuff on him you know that you you sign up for being a warranty claims administrator and next thing you know you're like shuttling people and cleaning cars and doing all this crazy stuff (laughs) right and um most people won't put up with that but i think that's what separates the you know the people taking it seriously from those that not because i was willing to do anything right and um you know tried to learn as much as i could and tried to get better and better and and it finally worked out in the end but i'm pretty sure that other service writer's name was jt anyway the point of the story was our volume was so low back then you can't even call it volume and and we didn't even use the computer to schedule appointments i had a big calendar and i would flip the pages and write down when people called what they were bringing the car in for and so that's how I organized we my We still day. had a punch clock until like 2012, oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember how terrible those bathrooms were back there? Oh, those God. dingy yeah. dungeon bathrooms. And I was, I was when we uh, switched over to uh, ADP for scheduling, I didn't want to do it. I'm like, how am I supposed to see what's going on every day? I love <laughs> right. my calendar. And I had this massive desk-sized right. calendar that I just wrote everything down. I'm like, how am I going to do this? I can't see my schedule every day, not realizing, you know what potential was there for, for scheduling, but I was really stuck on using the old way. Um, but anyway, yeah, from that time until, you know, it, there was definitely some struggles getting uphill there for, uh, figuring out the, um, the new store and how everything worked. But right. I mean, we turned the place around to a huge profit center. I mean, we were tying with Lexus and Toyota consistently, for the Mercedes-Benz and Porsche mm-hmm. desk there at, towards the end when I quit. Um, so it was it was a huge turnaround. And it didn't take anything crazy. Like you said, it's just basic customer service and taking care That's of people. Was. What's your problem? And how can we help you? Turn the reputation around. Yep. People love coming there. We had um, a little cafe area where people could get smoothies while they wait. We offered free car washes. Um, so it, there was some investment made there. But the turnaround was huge. People felt comfortable being there. Right. They would just stop by on their way home from work just to say hi or right. bring us donuts. Shoot the shit about the cars or, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, just talk about right. cars. And it was a hub. And that was always my idea is make it a hub. These are enthusiast cars. Make it a hub for car Dude, enthusiasts. That, that's exactly what I told. That feel comfortable to come there. The GM. I says, I have this idea that I don't think anybody else is doing. Like, what if you're the place people want to go to hang out oh and by the way they also fix cars and sell them too you know what i mean like i just believe that let's say i do go back 
I would want to do monthly tech sessions or customer appreciation. Come on in. Oh, yeah. Look over the cars, the, maybe the talk cruises, about a car. Remember the cruises we had? People, yeah. they, they got huge. People love doing that. They don't right. do that anymore. Um, you know, cookouts on Sundays, people that are, they get to know the sales staff, just not through that pressured setting. Correct. And so when they right. come in, it's like, oh, hey, Dave. Exactly. And oh, exactly. look what we just got. And like, yeah, that sounds, or, you know, whatever. I mean, it, if you take that pressure of being there one time just to buy a car off the people, right. it makes so much easier when you're just friendly interacting when you're like a normal person yeah, right, right like exactly. when they can see you outside a guy your you know that you say exactly. hi to and you see oh and, and he can sell you a car if yeah. you want to exactly if you want yep. something you'll ask him and then we would also source other things you know we the bentley's and things that weren't sold down here um you tell us what you want we'll get it right yeah 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 we'll figure it out so i mean there's it's easy it's really easy stuff but um I don't know why people don't do it. You know, it's just the having the dedication. I think the staff to follow through with it, be knowledgeable about the cars, be knowledgeable about customer service, and especially a Highline dealer. I mean, those people just expect a different level, and they deserve right. a different level oh, of sure. service yeah, yeah. and um, interaction than you know um, dealerships that don't cater as much to enthusiasts. People that are enthusiastic about the car. It's not just a transportation, a motor Correct. transportation. Correct. They they. It's they don't go they, there, I wonder what these are like. They go there knowing what they want, why they want weeks it. Weeks researching, Correct. watching videos, reading about, learning about these, you know, engines. We had engineers come in all the time. Too much. Which, right, I was going to say, <laughs> which is not always awesome. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you get to know. And that's how I, just being friendly to the guys, that's how I ended up going to that track meeting. Because right. I've still kept in contact with some of the clients and the same thing with the wagon. I mean, that's how I was able to get that is he remembered from when he brought it in. I said, when you're done with it, let me know. I'd right, be interested right. in buying it from you. And he actually got a hold of me. I think that's the first car that I've said that about that it actually worked out and right. I ended up getting. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of a, a unicorn car that um, I think is cool. But no, it really is. It really is. Yeah it's, yeah, it's unique. It's not something you see every day and it's kind of a – sleeper thing which i like you a know big black grocery getter yeah yeah it's it's crazy um but yeah like you said it's i think especially for someone like you um it would be easy to get the place turned around and going the thing that you'll have to keep in mind that is really a deterrent for me is just the amount of time and hours that it takes that's the thing it's that's, not that's the big thing is that it's not it's a regular not, full-time job yeah i don't i don't know how I don't know how I, because my wife, you know, we talk here and there. What? And, <laughs> <laughs> Since when? Well, it's Mother's Day yesterday, so we had a conversation and uh, <laughs> before coitus. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, I told her, she's like, I think you should do it. And I'm like, I know, because you want me to have a job, right? But but uh, she's like, no, it'd be a great opportunity. I'm like, I believe it would be too, because you never know what doors it can open in the future, right? But it took me so long to get what I wanted, which was out of there, and I do at the moment, what I want to do, when I want to do it. Like, look at right now what we're doing, right? It's because I have the freedom to just come over here right. midday to do this stuff, yeah. you know? Um, it's hard to want to give that up. The 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 offset of that is if I do go to the place, there's I can always go back to, to not doing it. True. But yeah. I don't want to do that to a bro. I don't want exactly. to be like, hey, man, let me come help you out. And after and a month, like, hey, you know what? Uh, I can't, you know, and then if I can have them figure out right. something from there. So I told the missus, I said, Hey, remember those days where 
you'd be like, when are you coming home? And I'd be like, shut up. Don't talk to me. I'm busy. <laughs> right. like, that's what it's going to go back to yeah. because this place needs I don't know. help. It yeah. looks like a dump. You walk in and it looks like a fucking toolbox exploded and a car exploded and the parts, you know, the uh, tool cabinet exploded. There's just shit everywhere. Nothing is clean. Carpet is worn. TVs don't work. Seats are torn. Yeah. No one's paying attention to anybody. Yeah. The the boutique is bare. They yeah. put a vending machine in that you got to pay for stuff now. Are you next serious? to the caf- cafe, you know. Um, and we don't. I don't know. See, it's blaring again. I don't know if it's something they wanted to put in or maybe suit uh, Pearl put it in before they left. I don't know. But um, coach is like, uh, he's like, man, he's like, it, it's stupid to say. He's like, but part of it is I want to do this to rub it in Gary Pearl's face because he fucked up and let me go when yeah. I know I could have made something of it, right? I and mean, I'll, that's a good, I think, goal to have or, you know, it's a good motivator. Motivation, you know, yeah. yeah. I don't think Gary Pearl is probably going to give a shit. He's on his yacht somewhere in the fucking Caribbean. Right. <laughs> but I, I felt the same but way. But no, that's a good I'm motivator like, for I'm sure. like, I feel the same yeah. way because when I asked him, I said, hey, Gary, why won't you make me a manager? And he goes, well, you fix cars too good. I was like, okay, well, if you don't do it here, I'm going to go someplace else and do it. And then I'll tell you, I told you so. And he's like, all right, well, you know, I, that's what you feel. Yeah. Whatever. So I'm like, so that to was me, always his kind of attitude. I feel people. the same way. Yeah. Like I want to rub it into his face. Like, look, motherfucker, if you'd have made this for me, you wouldn't have had to have sold the place. I could have made you a bunch more money. We could have made you more money. And that's at the end of the day. It's capitalism, baby. We're just making some money. I don't know you want to make some money. I want to make some money. I'll have to Google Let's make that. some money. But uh, it's, it's such a tempting, tempting thing to know that I can finally go in there and have control of the situation and be able to work with guys. I want, okay, so I feel, here's here's part of my thinking. Currently with our kids, we try to make it better than what we had, yeah. right? Even yeah. though what we had may have been good, may not have been bad, may have been okay right. by standards, but we want to make it better for our kids. Improve on That's this. how I feel yeah. about the technicians. I want to go in there and make it a place that technicians want to work. They don't want to leave. People are fighting to get in there. I heard it's so good. Can you hire me? Sorry, we can't, bro. We're tapped out. You know, we got, we got the good crew. You know what I mean? Like I know that can be accomplished because I've worked at all these places. I don't want to work at. So I know what it will take to make it where you want to be there. And it's not much at all. They just want to know that they're supported. They want to be trained. They want to be compensated. Well, and they want to be able to have freedom to where like, hey, man, my kid's sick for the day. Can I take the day off instead of worrying about, well, I got this water pump I have to do for this guy. Yeah. Is it my sick kid or the water pump, you know? And you're like, just fucking take the day off. We'll get someone to figure it out. You know, sure. like I want it to be, you know, like a, um, just a good team, cohesive we, group. Yeah, we can take care of the kids and be friends, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I, I don't believe that it has to be the old school. I'm the boss. You're the employee. Do it. As I say, we can work together and have the same sure. common goal, you know, so. It, uh, it, it just kind of, it's, it's the right opportunity, but right now it's the wrong time because I feel like I really can't fully commit to anything until both kids are in school, you know, but even then the time frame, I told, that's what I said, talking with Danielle, I'm like, Hey, it's not going to be lose only working from seven to four. I mean, this place needs help. It's going to take weeks, weekends, you know, whether it be physical labor or just going in there and mentally dealing with stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, they got cars they can't do. They got a whole parts, uh, department full of Takata airbags that still need done. Oh shit! You know, they even asked me one time, like, Hey, can you just come in here and do straight airbags? He's like, we'll pay you to do straight airbags. I'm like, no, like <laughs> I don't, don't want to work on stuff. Yeah. I don't know if they could 
do that. Maybe. Well, they would hire me as a I tech, you, you know, you and, and just do the airbags. Safety, they probably want to make sure all the yeah T's are crossed. But um, because I remember when I wasn't there for a bit, uh, twice, right? So I left in 07 <laughs> to be an advisor, and then when I came back. You guys were a few months or weeks behind on cars, right? Yeah. And I came in and I helped clean up blow it, all blow kinds of comebacks yeah. and misdiagnosis and all kinds of other stuff. And and then uh, the other time I left to go to um, the extended warranty stuff, and then you know the inspections, and then came back same same scenario. You know things were things were backing up. Um, so it was nice to know that I can make an impact on a big fucking business like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So sure. It's just it's it's such a hard. Damned if you do, damned if you don't, I feel. Because, yeah, you know, is it an opportunity that I should be taking? Like, what is the universe telling me, right? <laughs> yeah, I went there. What, like, because, I mean, it's, I asked, I'm like, you know what? I love what I do. The thing that keeps me from being 100% truly free right now is what I owe in my house. And it's not yeah. much. It's like 90 grand, which is sure. great because it took right. me a while to fucking get down there, right? If I didn't have that house payment, that frees up so much more money that, it's I believe it would be like now I can gamble on something because I have nothing to lose, right? So uh I'm like I need to get more money as as fast as I can to get rid of this house within the next year or two. And then within days I get this text, Hey man, do you want to come back here? So it's almost like, is this what I need the answer. to be? Yeah, is yeah. this is this today's answer right now? Um it doesn't have to be long term. What if this does turn into what we wanted it to do before, which is consulting? Consulting. What if yeah. we go in there and fix this fucking place? That'd be cool. And then someone was like, "Hey, can you do that for me too?" And then you know right. what? Hey, we're tapping out. Traveling. We're moving on down here. You know, I mean, you never know, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I swear to God, if if he asked me one more time, do you think Ralph would break his contract? If you could, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, did you just get me in here to get Ralph in here? Like, <laughs> right. I don't understand. That's my bad. I shouldn't have told him that right. I'd consider it if you said yes, because I thought for sure you'd say no. So I told you, I make fault. I make the decisions for us here. <laughs> I told you, uh, just figure out what we're gonna do, because I'm not good at this. Right. I always make the bad decisions. So because, uh, like, you got you. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good where you're at, right? Like, why would you want to... I know. You know? I know. It makes no sense, but... <laughs> but how long will it last? That's one thing. You know what I mean? And, like, how long uh, can it last? What 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 is the five-year plan if right. something were to go awry, you know? Sure. And the dealership's like a, a bad relationship. When you look back at it, you still remember how awesome the parts were. For some reason, your brain blocks out all the crazy, terrible shit, and you're like, well, yeah, Listen, it's worth getting when, in the saddle again. When we walk through that building... <laughs> And every office we passed, I had PTSD, like oh, flashbacks sure. of who was sitting in that office and the arguments I've had with them. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I don't like the going people's there. Faces it gives me anxiety there. going Dude. there. I just, it just, it, I don't know. There's something within my soul that's like, oh, I, there's so many traumatic, you know, experiences and situations. And I think it, it makes me feel bad to how haphazard it got. Like yeah. they, it's hard to find someone that's consistent and wants to do the job, has enough knowledge to kind of form a foundation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I, I wasn't that guy when we started, but fortunately the business was so slow that I had time to learn right. and kind of grow right. with it. And you so didn't by really the get time, thrown into the fire, there was no fire. Exactly. You know, right? By the time I got in stride, we were already humming along. We had a good set of texts. And so I think that, Again, it just kind of all goes back to that. If you don't have the foundation of getting the work done, right. I mean, that's where you got to start. 
and and getting text down here is a nightmare Correct. just because it's peoria uh most people don't want to move their family and kids down here well there's nothing here right it's, it's yeah. not boring but it's borderline boring it i is. mean there's really yeah. nothing that attracts you to it right i mean that's the texts are going to pacific northwest they're going to la chicago big New cities York, high volume big cities big that's money. where you can make all you the know? money right right, right. Um, we do have low cost of living, but, uh, other than that, you know, it's, uh, not a lot of culture down here, but so that, that's the tough part. And there's not many guys that go to school from down here that are going into like Ben's training, right. you know, or Porsche school. So you almost have to bring in a young kid, but then as soon as they get, they just use it as a training, exactly. you know, a as soon as stone, they right? start getting that stride, then they're getting offers from all over the country. Right. You know, we had texts get taken down to Florida, you know, North Carolina, just beautiful areas of the country that, I mean, if I was a kid and didn't have anything tied down, how would you not go? Exactly. Throwing big bucks at you. I'll pay for your whole move. You don't have to do anything. We got a place for you. Nice and warm. How are you going to say no to that? You're 23 years old. Exactly. And and that's the beauty of these cars too, is that it opens those doors. Sure. Because not everybody can do that. So when they find out you have experience... You know you're what I mean? Very you're very valuable. You're very valuable. <laughs> yeah. So so his thinking is um, he wants, because he knows that the technician market is tapped out down here and it's going to be hard to even get other technicians to want to leave where they're at because they're probably comfortable in their brand or whatnot. Sure. He's like, we're going to have to get out of school guys, fresh, fresh out of school. But that's good and too. And then, you know, you can train them to learn the cars, yeah. you know, get them trained up, you know, make sure they're following the manufacturer's training uh, program or whatever. Um, so it's, 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 it's very tempting because in my goal to want to help other people, um, if I take this opportunity, that means that I can, if they'll let me, I can change or help uh, the lives of those guys in the shop, Sure, you know, uh, mentally, financially, maybe even physically, if I see them doing shit, (laughs) (laughs) Well, some release. Think for years we were laying over the top of um, uh, SVU SUV engine bays, right? Oh, right. and then I'm like, you know, they make an over the engine creeper. Yeah, and then I finally conned the boss into ordering two of them, right. and they were the best things we oh, ever yeah. had. The Superman. It, oh my god, it made them so much easier to work sure. on. Yeah, you know, and then the technicians were like, dude, that's awesome. I can't believe you got these first. I'm like, all you have to do is be a dickhead about some things <laughs> right. and just fucking make it seem like you <laughs> have no other down. choice. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, you can get what you want, but um, <laughs> something as small as that made it so much easier for people to work on stuff, oh, yeah. which made us more efficient. Right. And then ordering the um, the shelving units, you know, for the Volkswagen and Porsche. Oh, so like you yeah. lay all the parts on it so it stays right. there. They're not over the ground all over your toolbox. Oh, you know, it looks organized. Yeah. So when people walk in, you're like, oh, look at everything's there. The bumper, the hood, you know, whatever. So yeah. that was nice to be able to do that kind of stuff. Um, so it, it, it just, I believe it can be, it can be what no other dealership appears to be doing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like employees are happy. They love working there. The only problem is the cars. You know what I mean? Right. Um, not, not the internal drama, right? you know, or some boss who's on a fucking power trip. You know what I mean? Sure. So um, that's, that's the, that's the draw that I have is that, or that's what's attracting me right now is knowing that I can, I know that I can if they'll let me, you know, because sure. you never know if I walk up to a guy like, hey, man, you know, can I help you with this? No, I don't need this help, you know, like, okay, well, <laughs> I see what you're doing. I think you can yeah. do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, it's right. because being, 
a man, it's hard it is, yeah. to accept help from somebody else, especially when you didn't ask for it, you know? So I know right off the bat, if I walk in, it's going to be an uphill battle because you're be like, who the fuck is this guy? He's going to, what's he going to do for me? Right. So, um, and, yeah. and, and it's always tricky when a new boss gets hired because they always want to bring in their friends. Right. Oh yeah. So I don't want to be brought in because I know you, I'm going to be brought in because you know what I'm I can do what and that I can help. You know yeah. what I mean? So like it's the qualifications, not the fucking nepotism, you know? Um, so this is my internal struggle, hmm. um, which it's a good one. It it it's really tough. is a good one. I mean, again, on on the offhand, I can always go back to what I'm doing. You know, that's true. So it's yeah. you know, but it just I would hate to say, yeah, I'll do it, and then in a month be like, sorry, this isn't for me, and then fucking waste his time. Now I have burnt. I might have burned a relationship bridge. You know, sure. Um, it's almost like if I do this, it's 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 gonna be a one to three year time investment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it has to be because it, it'll never be to where you're like, okay, that's it. Clap hands. We're done. Yeah. Right. There's always gonna be room for improvement, but let's say that I, or we do do this for this company. And then they're like, Hey, wait a minute. These guys you have here did this for us. Can you help us over here? Right. Sure. And then yeah, you, you never know. Like that for sure. You know, or, yeah. or like how you got into this with Sodi. What if there's another customer that's like, man, you guys really did this. Yeah. Can you do this with right. fill in the blank? You know, you never know. That's true. That's that's the that is the conundrum mm-hmm. because so me and you had this talk in your showroom a couple weeks ago that now that I know that I can accomplish what I put my mind to, it's hard to pick a path because as soon as I pick that path in my mind, I oh, mentally right, yeah. say Oh, I've already, already done, done that it. because yes. I kn- I know yeah. that I can, right? I'll so that, no problem. So <laughs> exactly. So so I see right away ten years down the road. I feel like Doctor Strange in uh, um, Endgame, Avengers, mm. when he sits on that rock and you see his head going. I mean, like like I've checked a million All and one the, futures, and there's only one possible outcome. One. I need to find that outcome. I need to know what I need to do now, which is going to set me up in five. Or is there no such thing? And I just have to go with what's here now. And then yeah. when the time comes move on to what's next right yeah so i don't know it's it's uh it's tricky i i definitely uh need to sit with a therapist and uh yeah <laughs> and, it is, and, and figure it is this weird. stuff out because it, it really is it really is a mind fuck it's almost easier to be like i can't do that right and just it's too much damn yourself right away like I, there's no way i can do that that that's almost a an easier mindset than it is saying i can do that but it's going to take time it's going to take effort yeah. and it's going to take work you know and, and a commitment and um we'll see what happens when we get to the end you know it's, yeah no, it it's uh could be fun and like i said just the you know fulfilling um aspect of of taking something that's in a bad spot and making it awesome again would be would be cool especially well, if you had free reign you know to to make correct. it your own thing and that's i did a pretty rare opportunity i did throw your bone i says listen if you do hire ralph he is more than an advisor. You can't just stick him behind one desk. Oh. Like he's going to have to have some type of control as I, I mean, like I'd, I'm not trying to hook up a bro, but I am trying to tell you that, you know, like what we did with Mercedes alone. And then, cause I did Porsche for a bit too. And then a Porsche is that we ran it like our own internal shop within a shop exactly. and we were the most profitable. And that's when people were kind of like questioning us because why don't they have any problems? Right. You're like, right. well, cause we're fucking we taking care of the people. Yeah, yeah. We took care of it between ourselves. And uh, I'm like, so he would have to be the guy to run 
whatever you want on the run. You know what I mean? Like they'll just pigeonhole him into into a, into a spot. And uh, but it we are on a time crunch because he needs people now. So yeah. I feel like if I tell him oh, I can't until June, he's got to find right. somebody he's now. He's got to. Yeah. He's so to. am I going to miss the boat? Right. And then they're going to be locked in. And then now I'm out of what sure. I could have had. The right. Opportunity. Um, and he was really adamant about knowing what you wanted to do because he's like, I got somebody that I want to put in there. He goes, but if Ralph tells me he's coming, he goes, I hate to say it, but I'll move this guy to something else, whether he likes it or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so part of me was like, okay, after hearing that, would you do that to me? You know? Sure. So it's, it's, well, it's, it's a business at it, the end it, of the day. That's the thing. Right. right. So like he has to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's responsible for the outcome with or without you. Correct. So, I mean, he still has to try to do what is best for the business to right. move forward. So yeah, I mean, it's worth, uh, it's worth considering. I think maybe talked a long time about that. <laughs> yeah. And we're not even done with that because it's there's so much more to oh yeah dive into that kind of stuff. You know? but I, to, so series. to me, I mean, it's it's a Porsche, Benz, Volkswagen, and Audi. It's the highest line of cars besides BMW, which you know I really don't care for them, but people love them, right? You know, <laughs> right. They're, they're an upper echelon of car. Yeah, um, that's all that's in our area. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, well, especially for Porsche, they're a sports car there's really no other sports car right. kind of enthusiast dealerships in the area yeah you got what lexus infinity yeah but i mean when you're in the car world i don't even know what the top we'll say sports car lexus is you know but i know that like the nissan gtr or yeah. skyline or something like that right mm-hmm. like that's a but then they, they got like one car you know what i mean like yeah and for nissan to be like hey here's a uh Twenty thousand dollar this, thirty thousand dollar that. Oh, by the way, we have a hundred and some thousand dollar race car. Right. Yeah. right? It's also. not the same as having a company that has AMG mm-hmm. or GTSs, you know, or GTs or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, or R's or the Audi. I mean, dude, I fucking love Audis. Yeah. All cars ridiculous. I love Audis, you yeah. know. Um but uh it's it's just it's like the cream of the crop we have Yeah. We have a we have a say in and we have a choice. You know right. what I mean? Like it's 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 tough. It's tough. So um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It really is. Oh, so what else has been up? You know, <laughs> after that, I don't know. That, that's uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I thought about it that much. <laughs> I didn't get that deep into it. Right. But it would. I I did consider it, and I probably still would consider it. My issue, Alicia would kill me if I went back there. Because, I mean, my thing right now is just so fluid. You know, I can just be here whenever I want or need. And um, if I need a day off tomorrow, I can just let them know I'm not going to be here tomorrow. Right, right, exactly. It's different. And it hit at the right time, you know, with the boys being young and and, uh, just being able to spend more time with them Mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah. but it's different because Alicia doesn't work. So she's able to be there. So I think that's part of it too, is then she'd just be with them all the time. Yeah, more Cause too. I would have exactly. to invest them. Uh, like we said, you know, I'd have to invest the time. So I, I know, you know, there were nights, a lot of nights I didn't leave till six thirty. you know? Right. And then, uh, being, I would have to get up at five thirty every morning so wake up at 5 30 and then get home at 6 30 or 7 is a long day it is a hell of a long day yep and then especially weekends too you know i would assume at the beginning 
we're probably we'd probably have to work most weekends. Oh, probably. Just to, I mean, just to be there. How, to how would get you caught up from the week? Yeah. How know? would you not want to? You know, what I mean, like if, yeah. if our job is to make the place better, right? It would be like let's just keep going as especially as much for the first and as fast six as we months can. or a year. Yeah, to exactly. Get, once you got people trained to do the right thing and uh, have kind of better control, you could probably let some of that up. But that first at least year is going right. to be you know more than full time yeah, it's gonna be a huge commitment so um but i i really i craig's awesome i mean i really enjoyed working for him he was probably my favorite service manager i'm trying to think of any jeff uh abraham was really good too i liked him yeah it was pretty cool yeah i i like jeff but um craig was craig was a good guy or is a good guy so i wonder if he's gonna bring uh um, <laughs> his buddy Mason? Yeah, yeah Mason back with him yeah I don't know because he's married to his daughter right I think so yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get into all that yeah I, I didn't want to go to the job interview and be like hey how's your daughter yeah how's <laughs> at least the, not yet right <laughs> give it time yeah because his whole thing changed a lot from the time that he yeah. worked there too oh, yeah. and it was involved with every that was yeah yep <laughs> yep I forgot about that well hey good on you yeah <laughs> And, and the listeners are like, what are they talking about? What are right, they talking yeah, about? Yeah. Uh, anyway. But um, <laughs> you were hinting, you said something about that, and it sparked a thought, which then I forgot. Oh, um, I'd say the coolest uh, thing about Craig was that he was a bodybuilder back in the day. And the time he started was when I started working out with Bush and actually getting on a diet plan. And eating, remember all sure. those yeah. egg whites you'd yeah, fucking yeah, smell yeah. when I'd walk yeah. up, you'd walk up to my desk. Mm-hmm. And uh, he called me in the office one day. He goes, hey, every time I look out my window, you're fucking eating. He's like, what's your problem? And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm trying to lose weight. And from what I know, you got to up the metabolism. So I'm eating all day. He goes, he goes, yeah, actually, that's right. Good. Keep at it. However, can I help? Let me know. Okay, sweet. Then he found out that me and Bush were going to the gym working out. So if we were dead, I'd be like, hey, man, me and Bush want to skate out to the gym. It's like two thirty. Could we go? Yeah, dude, go go get your gains. <laughs> go, go get your lift on. Like that was awesome. Get some reps. Because the boss after him, quite the opposite. Yeah. Oh but yeah. If I said, "Hey, the we're going to get a cheeseburger," go get me one. Opposite. Oh, the I mean, there opposite. couldn't be more opposite than dude. that. That's that is. Fun. I forgot he was right after. Right after Craig. Yeah. Yeah. Big old fucking <laughs> slobby piece Just. of shit. God. Uh, I hate saying the word hate. I fucking hate that guy. His wife he is so is, sweet, though. I, yeah. I seen his wife a few yeah. weeks ago at a gym, and one of the daughters—I can't remember what—and I think they live right around the block from me. I forgot to tell oh, you about no. that. Oh no! In his what? In I—I I think one of the daughters oh, lives okay. because I've seen that. Not the Hummer. They have another car with the last name on it. Oh well, that's a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> over there, and I. I think they rent one of the houses in in Hannah City. So, but uh, but yeah, the wife was so nice, and um, yeah, she was so sweet. I think I've seen her at one of the gyms. I can't huh. remember what, maybe Planet Fitness or something like that. But, uh, yeah. Um, so it is definitely a conundrum yeah. to do this. Yeah. Um, no, I, I know. It's not uh I'd say the, easy. The, um, the fact that I can always go back to not doing something is a huge pro. That's true. Um, but to me, like I didn't go looking safe. for it. So I'm not missing anything if I say no. Right. You know what I mean? Like I didn't sure. seek it out. You right. know what I mean? Like if it wasn't Craig and it was somebody else, I wouldn't think twice about it. I'm like, right. no, I don't know you, but I know Craig, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know his capabilities sure. and 
Man, his managing style. Exactly. You know, you know, he's a straight shooter. And even now talking to him in the office, his ideals match mine so much. I'm like, it's like me talking to you as me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like me having talking a conversation with myself, you know, right. uh, because we both had the exact same questions, the exact same concerns. We know exactly what it's going to take. We know what we won't tolerate. You know what I mean? So it's sure. like, it was like, man, if I'm can behind behind this guy, that would be that would be great. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. The only, yeah, the only thing you know, you I'm I know you know this, but the only thing to always watch with that is at a certain point, and I think that's kind of what happened last time. Is yeah, his ideals and goals and motives are all good and the same and on the same wavelength, mm-hmm. but then he gets neutered by whoever's above him, right. you know, and that's right. what happened last time. He knew what to do. He just got smacked down every time he was trying to get something done that needed to be done for the shop. Right. And there's nothing you can do about that. You know, once it's out of your control, it's, um, you're just relying on waiting on somebody else. And that's happened so often. Hopefully it won't be that way, but there's still a chain of command. I mean, if you're getting crazy and spending way too much money, someone's going to say no at some point, you know? Well, he's under his GM and the GM had the same ideals saying that, they want sure. us to fix this place, you know. So, yeah. so at first glance, it looks fucking sweet. But yeah. we know there's always a possibility sure. that somewhere down the line, you're going to be like, "Oh, this again," mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's like I don't want to look in the mirror and be like, "I told you so." <laughs> right? <laughs> but like you said, I mean, you always have an out on that, you know. Yeah, you always have. Uh, um so in in my mind if i could find kid care i'm there right but it is gonna tax my home life i know it's gonna sure. because i love my kids getting off the bus at 2 30 they come in the house we hang out we go on I bike know. rides yeah. you know they're doing soccer now they did t-ball last year uh they do um you know football might be coming up again uh but then again when winter hits if the COVID is like the flu and we're gonna go through this every year you know what I mean? Like, so I just, I don't, maybe I shouldn't be worried about the future. Maybe yeah, I should I just be worried about, about right now, yeah. you know, and, and just take it as it is. But, um, it's, if I can find kid care, I'm there. Huh. Just, yeah, I mean, just, I'll take, I'll take the gamble and do my best. Sure. Provided that the wife's cool with it. And, and uh, she understands that she's going to be a single mom for a few extra hours a day until yeah. I get home. But then I'll have to do my damnedest to when I come home. It gets shut off, and there's no business, right? No online work, no nothing else. But yeah. but then I think how much it's going to affect, which is my working out in the morning, my YouTube video making, which can always be pushed off to like a Sunday morning or yeah. at nighttime when the kids go to bed. I would have to work different than what I'm used to, you know, working out after hours or something like that. But right. um, I just foresee I'm, lack yeah, of you sleep, you know. Out. Yeah, probably. So uh, I don't know, yeah. but but it would be cool, man, to just go in there and fucking do what I know I can do and, and, and have an impact. And then, uh, you know, somebody else just reap the benefits of that. You know what I mean? Whether it be the customer or the employees or the management, you know, or, or whatnot. But, um, and then maybe I get a cool demo out of it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Put that in the contract. Maybe I get a sweet new, new beetle. Mm, There you go. Yeah. Golf. E-golf. But, um, I like it. Something to think about. I can come visit you. Have lunch. You can be my number one client. <laughs> um, in the 
outside of that, uh, <laughs> I don't have. I wasn't prepared for many uh, many cool stories. I had one recently online. Um, online, uh, they sought me out on my website, and um, his issue was one day his multimedia interface didn't work, so he replaced it in a C class and has been working, and then it just stopped working again. He goes, what are the odds I have another bad one? I says, well, like anything, we got to check power ground signal and then see if it goes from there. And what was really weird is that um, there's a wake-up line to all audio components. So when you turn on the radio, not only does the fiber optic send a, a light to everything to see if it's awake, but it will it has like a old-school power line like like if you installed an aftermarket like radio there'd be a signal a, of, yeah. you know yeah like a signal Turn or, or an amp, amp on yeah. antenna something like that right um i'm like we got it like i don't know what that voltage is supposed to be but if you check it at every other module and then check it here whatever the consistency is that's what we're looking for and he's like well it's got to have that i'm like i don't want to hear it's got to have that i i need you to check it you know he's right. like you know so finally he got around to looking at it and he goes i got nothing on this wire i'm like all right well let's pull out the radio and check it out the radio you know, back probe it. And he goes, okay, I got, um, I think it was like eight or nine volts, something weird. And I'm like, all right, well, let's check it out the CD changer. You know, I checked it there. He goes, yeah, I got it here too. I'm like, all right, cool. Now we got to find this, the bar that they're all plugged into mm-hmm. and check that wire there. That one wire had corrosion in it. Oh, no Just way. that one. He cleaned it up, unplugged it, plugged it back in a couple times and the fucking thing came to life. That's crazy. So I was like, I wonder if my other one was ever was okay. bad. I'm like, you never know. It could have been, right? Yeah. It just happened to work. Just, just coincidence. You know? Yeah. But it. yeah, um, so I end up making a a recent YouTube video um, that I'm posting uh, probably today. And if you guys don't know about my YouTube channel, uh, it is Master Tech Lou um, on good old YouTube and uh, on the tubes on the tubes. And it's it's nice because I'm like, what is I, I can help one person at a time, but what's the best way I can help the majority of people that don't know what they're doing? Or maybe need a little bit of outside the outside influence or, or, or an extra way of because everyone has their own way of doing stuff. Maybe let me show you my way how I did it. Right, sure. so um, it's kind of neat, you know, to, to get I get a lot of nice comments. Um, you know, thanks for the help. Some really appreciative people. You know, a few people reach out asking questions and stuff. So you know, it's it's, yeah, it's fun. It's it's nice to be able to do that. Um, it, it's it's pretty cool to um, have. Like your own TV show, I guess you can say. Yeah. Because I can say whatever I, I want. Know. It's my channel. Well, it's like a Do podcast. We yeah. have our own radio show. We got our own radio show. Exactly. <laughs> Ain't no one listening, but we got it, right? No. Hey, we listen to each other. Hey, Grandma. Talk. Yeah, we do. It's great. Uh, it's nice to get out of the house and talk some shit. Yeah, um, for sure. But, uh, but yeah, so I helped them with that. And, and so I'm like, you know what? I need to make a video because this is one thing that guys fail at is that they they assume that everything is okay because it was okay somewhere else, right? <laughs> Like, well, if this fuse powers four different things and that one works, that one must be. No, that's not how it works. You know what I mean? So I did a a nice, my drawing is our fucking shit, but, uh, you know, just showing them that every connection, every pin, every wire, the location of the wire uh, needs checked from spot, you know, point A to point B, point C, wherever it goes. The trick is you need to know the diagram to see how many are in there, you know, and then then whatnot. So um, it's kind of cool because when I watch when I edit my video and I watch me talk about certain things, I can see how passionate I am about that because my energy just fucking, what are you doing? Why do you don't do it like, this? you know? Yeah. yeah Cause I, cause I'm, I'm just so sick of seeing the most common mistakes 
and it's it's not because I think somebody is is dumber, right, or, or right. less knowledgeable. It's just that you're hurting yourself, right? And then not only could you not afford to bring it to a dealership, sure. but you Cost probably couldn't afford to put in eight hundred dollars worth of parts. Yeah, you know, um, the biggest one I just had was um, uh, another audio issue, which are the worst. Audio issues are only the worst because the information that's on internet is misleading. Most of the time, it's software updates, right? We put oh, a really? CD in, yeah. update the head unit or the audio or gateway or the amplifier or even the navigation, whatever, and sure. satellite radio, right? Something stupid like that. So this guy found me on my site and um, uh, says, here's what I got. I got no audio. Um, I replaced the head unit, the CD changer, the amplifier, um, and I got a new satellite radio module on the way. I said, okay, do me a favor. Don't change anything else because we don't even know if the parts you're putting in are good. Right, right. right. It could have been something simple that you you were right, but you put in a bad part. You know what I mean? Sure. So um, I sent him the fiber optic loop, loop, and I told him, I need you to check every module to see if they're pulsing a light when you turn the radio on. And he comes back and he says, yes, everything is pulsing. I said, okay. So he got access to a star diagnosis. And I says, okay, oh, run geez. the, perfect, run the wow. codes. It says yeah. open at ring position number two. And I'm like, okay, perfect. Send me your VIN so I can see what your options are so I know what you have. Yeah. And then uh, it showed, you know, satellite, everything. He had everything. Okay. Um, voice control, the whole, the whole shebang. I said, okay, according to that, your position number two is a satellite radio module. So we need to check the satellite radio module and then the position before that because it can mislead you in thinking that it's the next one, right, which is the voice control. And he, And then he said something that, clicked and he goes oh everything has a fiber optic except the voice control it doesn't have a fiber optic there's no plug there so i ain't worried about that one i says whoa hold on a second now you know do you have like a uh let's let's do a video chat some way some way somehow it's okay fine so we go facetime and uh i says show me what you're looking at and he sends me or he he points it right at the voice control module and he goes yeah right here there's no plug for this one i'm like dude that is the issue your ring is not, it's not plugged in. Your ring is right. not complete, you know? Yeah. And he goes, well, no, there's no plug. I'm like, you're not listening. There is a plug. If there's a hole, there's a plug, right? <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is what I've been trying to tell you. This is what I'm giving you all this information for. And I wasn't even mad. I was excited because I'm like, we're right there, right? He goes, no, I just had all this up. I'm like, yeah, take it up again. I mean, just take it up again. Call me back when you find it. It's there. It's an orange plastic line. It probably fladung somewhere else because of the tension, right? So uh, he messaged me back. He's like, God damn it. When he calls you back, the radio was on. He's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Oh, I'm like, shit. you probably fixed it with, um, un- like to me, it was always a satellite module in the MLs and SL, uh, oh, yeah. uh, GLs, right? Yeah. It was always a satellite module. I'm like, by disconnecting and reconnecting it, you probably fixed it, but you left a connector unplugged Just, so right. the ring couldn't complete. Sure. So you caused your own problem in doing so, in right? Trying to fix it and like, fixing it. Yeah, yeah. And, in, and now you got a new radio, a new CD change, a new amp that you didn't need to pay for. You know, right. and you bought an SDS. Right to diagnose oh it, God. right when a simple diagnosis at a dealership would have been like 150 bucks, right? Crazy, ideally, right? Yeah. And uh, so it was, it was, it was great because I told him, I'm like, you know, normally in these scenarios, the more complicated the issue seems, the dumber it is yeah. and the easier yeah. it is to fix, right? I'm like, we'll find it, we'll get there, you know. And uh, that's what happened, you know, just something was unplugged, that's crazy. yeah. So I'm like, I need to make a video so I can just show them the video instead of talking about it redundant over and over again, you yeah. know, like telling the same people or telling different people the same, same thing. things, Repeatedly. like here, watch this video, this tells you everything that I'm yeah. about to tell you, you know. Uh, so it's nice, it's nice to be able to do that. And 
part of me is like, I need to figure out what, what content I can do. Like, it's so obvious. Just every question I get, I'll just do that because if you have the question, a thousand other people have that same question. Sure. That, yeah. that, that's how I'm going to view it, you know? Yeah. Um, the biggest one is the air suspension on the cars. People misunderstand that all the time and they just blindly replace parts. And the whole time, it's like a, a simple code in the module that's locking it off from working. But they don't know that, right? Mm. So that's that's what uh, that's what I like to do on your car is just show yeah. that. Where's you know? where's the code? What generates the code for that? Electrical fault. Oh, okay. So the only thing that will lock out the aromatic system is when it doesn't. When you turn the key on, it self tests everything. And if there's an electrical fault, whether it be unplugged mm. or doesn't recognize a solenoid's plugged in or, or solenoid's bad or shorted, right? So it won't power the. It'll just say visit workshop and it locks out the system. Mm. So if the car's raised, the car's raised and that's where it locks. If the car's down, the car's down and that's where it locks. Oh, and they all say the same thing. Compressor kicks on for two to three seconds and it shuts off. And then a warning on the dash comes like, yes, that's because it doesn't like what it's seeing. Right. I put a new compressor in. Is it still putting out air? Because half the compressors that you buy are junk nowadays mm. and they don't even put out air. You know, if you can cover your finger over the hole and it doesn't push it off, Really? Like that's yeah. the problem, you know? So it, they're so <laughs> easy. They're so easy um, that they seem complicated. But sure. And everyone, every, and I mean everybody, I put in all new level sensors. I put a new valve block. Like you, you don't even know what you're going after, right? <laughs> like it's never been a set. I've never changed a level sensor. Not saying they can't fail. Sure. I've never done one. Right. So when you tell me Pretty you did a level rare. sensor, I'm like, right. okay, yeah, you, you need to just stop, right? Let's stop what you're doing. <laughs> let me help, let me help a brother out. That's funny. Uh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. But, um, good times. Hopefully, ready uh, to get started into it. It sounds like you're already warmed up, ready to go. I'm not scared. Let me put it that way. I'm not scared. You know, I, I see a fire and I want to run towards it. That's, that's me. I want to run towards the issue, you know, especially a business like that. We're so comfortable in, you know, it's so comfortable. It's, it's second nature at this point just to go in and hammer stuff out. I just imagine that there's no, any problem or any person we face, we've been there before. I'll just flip to that page in the playbook. You know what I mean? And then roll down the scenario and, and get it taken care of right and it'll be it's it's always neat to be involved in something like that most jobs you start at it's already established you're just going to work there and they tell you how to do things you know right. and you just do those things but it it's neat to i mean it, it it it'd be neat to really see the place turn around you know really go there would. with just a nightmare scenario and everyone pissed off and cars being there for months and months um my buddy ed's gl has been there for i think three months now Ed Shaw, the guy that I talked to, mm-hmm. it needs a wiring harness or something, and they're they're taking it to Bloomington now because it's been there for so long. Well, they apparently they've been sending all their PDIs to Bloomington because they can't get them oh, done. They don't have a yeah, they don't have anyone to do them because they got customer cards rolling through. Oh my god! You know, it's it's like if I were to go back to being a tech, fuck, dude, dude, you dude. could make dude. half a million dollars, dude. Something. It would hundred fifty grand in a year probably just yeah. working all day long, you know, but. But then I'm like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I know the first time that a bolt breaks, I'm going to be like, I quit. Why like, did I do this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That money has to be tempting, though, because you know it's just <sighs> piled up there. Not really? Yes and no. Yes, because it will help me reach my goal faster. But no, because I don't need it to buy stuff, right? Like, I'm not, sure. I'm not yearning for something to right. need that money. It's more that. of like, in time, my house will be paid off. But I want to speed that up. Right. And when I did chase the money before, it didn't help me. It, it made me make the wrong decision. That's why I feel if I did this for the money, 
I wouldn't mm-hmm. be doing it for the right decisions. My heart wouldn't be in it. But I love that I can do it for the challenge and the byproduct would be the money. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, that so comes from a very privileged position. <laughs> it's nice to have a choice now, dude. It's not like I have to do it. No, right? Like, sure. God damn it. Yeah. Thank God I need this. You know, it's nice to be able to like, I have the option to do this. You right. know? And that's what makes it all the more is like, how many options in life am I going to get like this? Sure. To do something, you yeah. know? In so, Peoria, where you're at, so place you already not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it'd be so hard to say no to it. It, it is. It <laughs> is. It's. It's. I mean, I'm not saying no. Right. No, right? I know you're looking. For child I'm care. saying if I can get yeah. it, I'm there. If yeah. I can't, I'm not stressing over it. You know. Right. You know? Yeah, that's a good position to be in. Yeah. Not bad. I just like talking about it loud because it, it helps me put it in perspective. Sure. And 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 then bounce it off you, who always damns my decisions <laughs> with <true>. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, this would be cool. I I uh, I I think it would be. I mean, like it, it's like I said, it's like a bad relationship. You your brain somehow blocks out all the bad things, and you do remember the the fun and the glory of doing it. So it'd be hard to say no to. But right, I get it. I get it. Makes sense. Plus, with Craig being there, you know, that's huge, too. Just um, how much fun he was to work that, with. That is, and, yeah, you know. again, that is the main reason because I know the guy and it's not like I'm going there blindly. Right. Hoping yeah, you that, know you can trust him. And it, yeah, well, uh, for the mo- yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Well, can you really as much trust as, everybody? Right, yeah, as yeah. any service manager. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. Good times. But sounds good, man. All right, well, Let's do it. Let's gotta, check it back in in three or four months. Well, I got to get back there because uh, my lunch is up. So. <laughs> All right. Time to hit the old dusty trail. Uh, well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening yeah. to our uh, conundrums. Working, working things out emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, hope you guys are having a better day. Yeah. Because of this. And right. listening to our problems. For sure. First world problems. Yeah, which, exactly. which, you know, that term doesn't even mean what everyone thinks it means. What do you mean? First world, second world, third world. That was just something that was devised during the world war. And they, they categorized them. So, like, when you say first world problems, it doesn't mean that first world is better than the second world. It has nothing to do with. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, I'm All confused. Right. But... Google it. All right. I, I will say, uh, fun fact, did you know states have state fossils? I knew they have. They have all kinds of state things. I, fossil, I didn't know. I don't. They have, like, trees, flowers, rocks. Yeah. The Illinois state fossil gem. is the Tully monster. Hmm. And I know this because. For the last two years, I've listened to one of the comedians tell a joke about the Tully monster, and I thought she was making it up. Hmm. And then we were chatting last Wednesday, and she's like, no, the Tully monster is a real thing. She goes, look it up. So I did, and I went down the wormhole of of dinosaurs and and weird species, and this thing is fucking gnarly. But Illinois' state fossil is the Tully monster. It's like a fossil they find in Illinois, or they found in Illinois. In Hmm. Illinois, yep, up by the lakes and whatever. 1,800 of them so far. Wow. It has a weird beak with a long appendage to get to that peak, the hmm. eyes come out of the side like what? like whiskers. It's weird. Fucking, it's fucking weird. T-U-L-L-Y monster. Google it right now. Do yeah. It. But uh, yeah, I'll leave you guys with that. Tell you monster. Look it up. So uh, Steelers Ship Stories. Appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. I am Lou. This is Ralph. And Peace. take care. Step I take, I try to not look back, back. Despite the courage I had, you are what I lack. I think back to all of the signs you helped to keep me alive. Another night alone without you, I just want you by my side.